We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and today we are interviewing a special guest, Emily Ann Lind, who stars in the film Dear Dumb Diary, reviewing the films Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure Movie. So right now we're speaking with Emily about her starring in the film Dear Dumb Diary. So thank you for joining us today. Emily, how are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Well, I've seen Dear Dumb. Well, I've not seen Dear Dumb Diary, but I've seen the trailer for Dear Dumb Diary, and I really, really want to see it. And it seems like such a cool film. So you played Jamie Kelly. How was that for you? It was amazing. Jamie really. Um, at first, when I read the script, she didn't really remind me of myself. But then, when I started reading the books by Jim Benton. I realized that Jamie has a lot to do with me. I'm also in middle school, and I go through some of the same things that she goes through, too. Oh, so you kind of relate to your character. Definitely. Because a lot of people, when they play films, it's like their character is totally off. It's like totally different, and it's it's much, it's much harder for them to get into their character. Well, but I they think, do it anyway. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, junior high is a really tough time because, you know, you're trying to find to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you're trying to fit in. And I think kids my age will really relate to this movie. And older kids will remember what it was like to be in junior high. Yeah, and... like, I remember that year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so just describe your character. Jamie Kelly is a middle schooler who is basically trying to figure out who she is. She she kind of reminds me of a younger Molly Ringwald in Pretty in Pink because she just, even though she she's, she's trying to fit in, she will never um, she will never be someone else. She she'll never take peer pressure. She'll mm-hmm. she'll she's always she'll be the outcast, but she she's herself, and that's that's a really strong lesson because don't try to be someone you're not because there's only one you. Yeah, my my friend Sophie, she said, why try to be someone else? A copy isn't as good as the original. And I'm just like, whoa, man, you're so deep. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so when you, you said that. different. I always say you have to dare to be different. Yes, dare to be different. We can dare to be different together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so was it fun doing your character? Like playing her and doing the things she does? 
she yeah because she just has this amazing imagination and she it was really fun because she Jamie keeps on jumping into these musical fantasies about her life and <laughs> that those were really fun to shoot the the musical numbers were amazing the dancers were amazing so she was a very very fun character to betray I mean don't we all have our musical fantasies I know I know See, we we you have to admit it. We we all do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, how was it working with the rest of the cast? It was amazing. Um, Mary Charles, Mary Charles Jones played Isabella, who is you know she's kind of the troublemaker in the mm-hmm. film. And then we have Angeline, who is you know the perfect girl in the film that Jamie is jealous of. And then there's Hudson Rivers who Jamie is crazy about. So Isabella is played by um, Mary Charles Jones. Angeline's um, played by Sterling Griffith. Yeah. And um, Hudson Rivers is is played by David Mazouz. And they were so amazing to work with. I've never really done a film with other kids. I've only done a film with, like, adults. And this was a really fun experience because even though I was working, I was still going back to the trailer and having fun every night. And we would go and we would work together on the script. And it was really fun because we could relate to the same stuff. And I was so sad when it was over. But we're all going to see each other at the premiere, so. (laughs) That's the good thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the TV date is September 6th. So somewhere around that time, you will see them again. We will. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing a special guest, Emily Allen Lind, who stars in the film Dear Dumb Diary. Reviewing the film's Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure movie. So, right now, let's continue speaking with Emily. And we were just speaking about how she was working with the other cast and how she really, really wants to see them again, and she will see them on September 6th or around that time. So, I mean, I totally get what you were saying about how uh, you usually work with adults because us being kids, they usually put us in a family and there's either a sister or a brother, and that's just how it is. But to work with kids your age, it just makes it so much better. It does. (laughs) So was it hard to stay focused so much, or was it, well, actually, this is what I'm saying. Was it hard to stay focused since you were working with kids and it was, like, all fun and stuff? I, you would think that it, was, it, would, it would be hard, but we had such professionals on set. I mean, these we definitely did have fun in between takes, but we knew when it was a serious scene and we needed to settle down. And we were all just such professionals, and that's why I loved working on Deardom Diary so much because we knew when we could have fun and we knew when we had to be professional. And the cast was so amazing in that way. That is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I was in this thing, and I was just like, guys, we have to do this. Come on. And they'd be like, no. And so, you know, what you're describing yeah. right now is, like, amazing. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> because a lot of the time, people get down because you're trying to bring them into professionalism. And then, in the end, it kind of just shows where they want to be. So Exactly. In between takes, were you practicing a lot with your fellow cast members or by yourself? Yes. Um, actually, 
I had a lot of um, voiceovers to do. They were supposed to be in my head, but I, I actually had to say them a lot. And sometimes mm -hmm. it was confusing. So I would have to do that by myself. But when I was um, doing scenes with the cast, we would definitely practice. We would practice every five seconds. We would make games out of it. We would, because you want to get it right on the day. Because on the day when you're filming, you want it, you don't want to have to think of your lines. You want to be able to act. And when your lines are just in your head and you're ready to do it, then you can act and make something of it, of the scene. So yeah. we, like I said, they're such professionals and it was, it was great to work with them because we could really act and get into the moment instead of having to think of our lines every five seconds. Yeah, it's not necessarily like knowing what your line is, but being yeah. so into your character that it just flows. Exactly. Because... So, some people say that if you know it too much, then it's like bad for you. And I'm just like, whatever. So no, that's, that's not, it's actually not because when you're standing out there and if you're in a play or a movie or whatever you're in, you don't want to stand there and be confused about your lines. Cause yes, that'll come back to you <laughs> because the worst thing that can happen is dead air, especially I on know. the stage. It's like, no, especially. yeah. So. Other don't than know your lines. Yes, know your lines. <laughs> so other than dare to be different, other than dare to be different, is there anything else that you would want people to get out of this film? Um, yes, actually. Um, not judging a book by its cover. And, um, you know, because Jamie does judge Angeline by its cover because she, she thinks that Angeline's so perfect on the outside she she can't be amazing on the inside too. So yeah. she she really judges Angeline by that. And later we kind of find out that maybe Angeline isn't that bad after all. And also just um just because you know just because someone looks a certain way doesn't mean that it's that way on the inside. Totally. Um, and it's all about really getting to know someone, keeping an open mind, you know, accepting someone for who they are. Yeah, because some people have those closed minds where it's like, no, I'm not going to talk to them. They're that way or I'm not going to talk to them. Yeah, you just have these conclusions in your head that you're thinking, well, maybe this guy on the street, maybe he is, maybe he looks mean and rough, but, you know, he might help a charity and he might like he might help kids and he might be the most amazing guy ever. You just don't know. Yeah, you'll never know. You can't buy, judge a book by its cover. And also, people say that if people are pretty, they're automatically mean. And it's I like, know. no, they're not. <laughs> you don't even know. So. I know. And that's, that's what Jamie is trying to figure out in this movie, which is great. Because there's so many important lessons in this movie. Although it's, it's so much fun to watch, and there's musical numbers, and great stuff like that. All the fun. But there also are amazing lessons in this movie. And I'm really excited for everyone to see it. Yeah, I talked about that earlier with one of my class. Well, not one of my classes, but I was in class with yes. one of my friends, and they said that you do things for a reason, and you you do everything that's fun and and whatever you want to do, but you have to know that you're giving out a message, whatever you do. So yes, exactly. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. Well, Emily, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about your experience in starring in Dear Dumb Diary. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Oh, well.
Well, it was nice having you. Ah. It airs on the Hallmark Channel on September 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So please check it out. We are also reviewing it next. So you will be able to hear that next. Cool. <laughs> Let's sure take <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dom Diary, reviewing the films Dear Dom Diary, The Grand Master, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Movie Adventure. So right now, we are speaking with Adam about the film Dear Dumb Diary. Thank you for joining us today. Adam, how are you? You're welcome. Well, how I you really doing? liked Dear Dumb Diary a lot. It was funny, and her room was really messy. It would mm-hmm. not be acceptable in any real house. Mm-hmm. So I she really was a really liked... messy girl. Yeah. I mean, she was nice in real life, but in the me- in her rooms... I think her room would be given a 
probably a Z minus. Yes, <laughs> a Z minus. So we just interviewed Emily, like basically five minutes ago from this film and got a chance to talk about some like some things that she did and why she liked her character but can you tell us about the storyline well emily thinks she's beautiful and she has a friend named isabella too but she's fighting against this person named angeline and they're both fighting for this boy named hudson rivers they both and once she has a diary and she keeps it just one diary and she keeps it and she doesn't allow anybody to read Mm. and once Angeline covered for her and she finds out the the message of the story is that like Angeline thinks that like that Angeline Isabella thinks no, not Isabella. Emily thinks that, or Jamie, I'll just say. Jamie thinks that, Jamie thinks that Angeline is really mean just because mm-hmm. she's beautiful. And another funny thing is when they put Brad Pitt and a bunch of other famous people on this really small school bus. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's really funny watching, like, all the famous and pretty people go away on a school bus. <laughs> it's like you're famous, but you're in a weird school bus. <laughs> That's funny. Not a really well, small, is this kind of the... Oh. <laughs> so, in a small school bus, famous people. Yeah, and they're, like, banging around the windows. <laughs> and I is think this... one of them looked like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Oh, that's why you said Brad Pitt. That makes sense now. Is this film easy to follow along, or is it really, really confusing? It's kind of easy to follow along, and then I can, and then I imagine all the dreams. I can really get what she's imagining, and it's really fun. And yeah, I really liked it. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I saw the trailer for this film, and I really, really, really wanted to see it because I'm just like, that is so me. It's just, this just me. So I'm going to see it as soon as possible. I think this is based on the books. Yes. Just like like a bunch of other movies are based on books. Yeah. As soon as I saw the title, I'm just like, whoa, it's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but for girls. So, yes. They both have the word diary in it. Yes, that that is the same thing. <laughs> so, is your favorite scene the one on the bus, or do you have another favorite scene? I really like that one a lot because it's kind of funny, and also it's like then it would mean way. Then it would mean they wouldn't be getting paid a lot, and they would just be driving around somewhere in a school bus, mm-hmm. and there would be a lot of people chasing it. That's what I imagined, but they didn't say that in the movie. <laughs> that still was my favorite scene. It's like they didn't really say that, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna think they said that, just for my own. Yeah. <laughs> so who's your favorite character and why? I would have to say like Jamie a lot because she's really funny and she's thinking about how famous she would be and how everybody loves her. And oh. I like how um she feels feels like she's getting bullied by 
You think she's getting bullied by Angeline. And she has a crush on Hudson Rivers, too. And Angeline and or are exactly alike, but I still do like... I still really, 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 really like <laughs> Jamie a lot. So you really, 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 really like her. Yeah, that's my favorite character in the whole movie. Well, that's good. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dumb Diary, which airs on the Hallmark Channel September 6th and Walmart on the 10th. And if you are a tweeter, or (laughs) if you have a Twitter during the show, for those who tweet, let us know what you think about the movie. We are also reviewing the films Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Great Adventure Movie. So right now, let's continue speaking with Adam about Dear Dumb Diary. And we were just speaking about his favorite character and how he really, 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 really likes her. <laughs> so what genre type is this film? Because it seems like it, it's a comedy. But what do you think? I think it's kind of a comedy, but I do think it's kind of um, something about the book, too, because that's a book. I know it's a book, just I haven't read it yet. (laughs) But it's probably based on the book. I don't know if it's really a comedy, but I do think it is one, because I was laughing a lot with my family when I saw it. Yes. So, since we're on this subject, do you like to read books before the movies or movies and then read the books? I have to ask this because I love it. Well, basically, I don't really care what I read or watch first. I, But once, when I, because I never knew about reading about Diaries of Wimpy Kid, and I just saw um, the movie, and then I found them in my brother's book, and I looked, and I read it, and yeah. But I, I really oh. like, sometimes I like a lot of books, like the classic tales that are not based on movies. But I still think this is originated from the book, and I know that because I saw it at a bookstore. And I would, for this one, I really want to see the movie first, and that's what I had to do. It's not like I got the book first, so now I'm going to have to read a book. Yes, you have to read one or see one and then the other. That's how I always am because I just love to read, and I love to watch movies. So how did you think the overall production was for this film, or do you think that you wanted more? It was good, and it was a good timing because you don't want like a one hour, you don't want like a one and a like a one hundred hour movie. I liked it, and the timing was great. <clears throat> yeah, I really liked it. That's good. I'll probably like it as much as you do, and I'll probably like see Adam. I really, really like this movie. So, how do you think their acting and emotions were? Pretty good, due to such a, due to trying to make it look like the book, it it looked exactly like the book diary on the pictures when I've seen the book pictures before, and I really liked it, I think the production and the set and the crews were great. I also loved the singing and dancing, I thought that was really, really, really awesome your favorite part about the film the singing and dancing that's one of my favorite parts too i mean i like the whole movie 
There's nothing I don't like about it. Oh, well, that's good. How many stars do you give this film out of five? Five. And why is that? I mean, because you seem like really you really, really like the film. And even though it's a girls' movie, I still liked it. That's very rare. A lot of girls' movies, I think, <laughs> are too weird, all that stuff. <laughs> so you're a true guy. Yeah. Were you able to find any messages or morals in this film? That just because, like, in this one, it was just because she was more beautiful and they thought that they was mean doesn't mean they're mean. So true. That is true. So, real quick, what is the age range you give this film? Like, who do you recommend it to? Well, that's good, because I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to bring my friends to watch it, and then they're going to bring their friends to watch it, and then we're going to bring our grandparents, and it's just going to be all of us, and it's just going to be a big bunch of people. So, <laughs> well, Adam, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the film Dear Dumb Diary. You're welcome. It airs on the Hallmark Channel September 6th, 8 p.m., Eastern and 7 p.m. Central. It's on DVD and Walmart September 10th. For those of you who are on Twitter, please share your tweet comments to us and to the other cast members. So please check it out with your family and friends. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hopeton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dumb Diary, reviewing the films Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure Movie. So right now we're speaking with Anthony about The Grandmaster. Thank you for joining us today, Anthony. How are you? I am actually doing really good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Anthony, can you please tell us all about the plot in The Grandmaster? Well, I mean, this movie, well, first of all, I thought this movie was really good, but it is also really confusing. It was pretty hard to understand, but it was still a really good movie. It has a lot of, well, this movie was pretty much all about martial arts. It gives you the history it's giving you history, why it's giving you a story. It inspires people to do what they, what they want to, but there are consequences for their actions. Oh, so is it just about, like, martial arts, or is it about a specific person that is doing martial arts? Well, I mean, it shows different parts of martial arts, but it also shows a certain person, a person named It Man. Oh, and what does he do in this film? Well, it shows his life. He was the... Um, he trained a really good martial artist. He, so they were showing his life and what happened during his life. What happened to his family, to his friends. Oh, so he's basically the Grandmaster. Yeah. <laughs> so you said this film is very, very confusing. Did that hurt your thoughts of the rest of the film or was it still a really good film uh, it didn't really it was still a really good film i just wish it wasn't as confusing as i thought it was i couldn't understand it as much but i still loved it yes we all love don't we <laughs> so how's the soundtrack to music because i absolutely love music it's one of my weaknesses well, the music was, well, most of the movie was pretty lonely or extreme music because, mm-hmm. well, it is all about martial arts and his family. That's what happens so, in martial arts. Yeah, so there wasn't as much music that was different. It was pretty much all the same. Think about it. Like, martial arts movies have their, like, little music genre and action movies have their little music genre so one if you see those types of movies you know what music to expect so would you take out or add anything to this film besides making it a little bit more understandable 
Um, well, something that I probably like to, um, no, actually, I don't think I have anything in mind. There's nothing that I like, take out from this movie or put in. It shows a real, a, a life of martial arts and it, man. It shows everything that a movie could need. Ah, that's good. Because movies are supposed to be good and they're supposed to be awesome and they're supposed to give us entertainment. So, well, being martial arts, it has a lot of kicks, kicking and fighting and doing kicks up in the air. So how is that? How is the visuals of them doing martial arts? Actually, I thought it was really, really cool. It showed so many awesome things that kept me at the on the edge of my seat. What were some of those things? Well, um, I didn't want to say this till later, but my favorite part was <laughs> one of them. Um, well, they were, uh, It Man was fighting with a, mm-hmm. another person right next to a moving train. Um, I mean, they did so many intelligent moves. Wow. It kept me, it was so awesome. But um, the person It Man was fighting kicked him into the moving train and i mean he didn't break anything at all he just got himself a bleeding lip so actually i think it was pretty amazing they showed so many cool things and it proves that they are really good at martial arts wow that's cool i bet i bet they had to train for all of that so how about the stunts? Because, I mean, I know all the actors in that film did not do every last one of their stunts. So how do you think the stunts were from looking like their char- looking like the actual characters and doing all of their martial arts, and, and were they believable? Yeah, I mean, it, I didn't see anything really change. But, of course, that does happen in a lot of movies, so this is uh, actually a pretty rare thing. Because in a lot of different movies, when a stunt double comes in, it, like, changes your stuff. Like, maybe one one time you see somebody wearing a blue shirt, and then, like, a few seconds later, they're all, automatically you see a green shirt come on. It's like they're always changing. Totally true. So and I don't think absolutely. they realize it. Like, sometimes yeah. they don't realize it because they don't think that if I send them out with a red shirt and then we send them an out, with a green shirt it's like oh they won't notice but us being film critics (laughs) and and not and sometimes not even we have to be a film critic you just see those types of things so so actually that was pretty rare that we didn't see anything like that they they also did really amazing stunts the martial arts were really cool and i just loved them i love martial arts we watch it on a rainy day like on rainy days we watch like tons and tons of martial arts so i love it you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dumb Diary. Reviewing the film's Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure movie. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about the film The Grandmaster. And we were just speaking about how the the stunts and stunt doubles were extremely good and there was no changing of shirts from green to red and everything kind of just went smoothly. So, how Anthony, how many stars do you give this film out of five? I, 
I'd actually give it all five. And why did you like it so much? Well, they didn't make any changes. It had everything a movie would need. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's so amazing. The martial arts are really cool. And I just loved it. I can tell you like martial arts. Yes, I do. <laughs> if you could pick between anything in the world and martial arts, what would you do? Um, that's so hard. There's so many <laughs> different techniques that you can learn. Um, I'd say jun. Uh, it's so hard to say jun. Yeah. <laughs> I like jujitsu. I also like. I mean, I like everything that's fighting that doesn't hurt me, because <laughs> if it hurts me, I get scared. But anyway, if you could portray any character in this film, who would it be and why? Betray any character. That would that is a really hard choice. Um, I mean, you don't really need to betray anybody, but I'd probably say it, man, because in this movie he does. Since he has so much power and he knows that he can defeat a lot of people, mm-hmm. he f- eventually that gets to his mind, and he starts craving things that he yes. hasn't had. So I'd probably betray him. He becomes so- sort of a bad man later in the movie. Yes, because that's what people have to look out for. Because when they get, I guess, famous in movies or famous in TV shows or a famous writer or a famous athlete, sometimes, and not all the time, because some people are really down to earth and they're really humble, um, but sometimes it just gets to their head and they that's why people say sometimes it's lonely at the top because when you get snotty and when you get mean, people leave you. So I think that's why you should you should be humble and be down to earth. I mean, sometimes I'm not always like that, but <laughs> that's besides the point. So real quick, what age range do you give this film? Mm. Well, actually, I don't even think I can give it an age range. I just say that it's for a more mature audience because, mm-hmm. I mean, not much people would really like this movie. I mean, I liked it, but people who aren't interested in martial arts are really not going to like this movie at all. Oh, so people who like martial arts and can handle it are good. Yes. Well, that's good. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the Grandmaster. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dumb Diary, reviewing the film's Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure Movie. So right now, we are speaking with Jerry about the animated film Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure Movie. Thank you for joining us today, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing very good. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Jerry, can you please tell us all about the cute and funny film, Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure? Well, Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure, it's very different from the other movies because Tom and Jerry don't actually fight as much in this one. They fight in the beginning, but that's more or less it. And basically, it's about an amusement park that gets run down because the owner passed away. And and the only two people left that worked for it is his son, and his wife. And there are only three animals left in this amusement park. One cat, one mouse, and a cow. Well, one day they need to sell the cow, so they sell the cow, and they get these magical beans. (laughs) So, the boy named Jack and the cat and mouse climb up this big vine that grew from the magical beans to this completely strange and weird place (laughs) that is ruled by an evil giant. And they need to conquer this giant. Oh, so it's kind of like Tom and Jerry with a Jack and the Beanstalk twist. Yep, that's why it's called Tom and Jerry Giant Adventure. (laughs) See, I love Jack and the Beanstalk because it reminds me of how great one's imagination can be. So 
I've always wanted to have a big imagination. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. So, is this a film that you can easily follow along, or is it really confusing? You know, it's completely the opposite of confusing. It's a bit too easy to follow along. It's very straightforward, and it's a very simple movie. It definitely looks like it's much more for younger kids, so... Mm. I really didn't appreciate the plot because I'm much older and much more into movie for complicated plots, but it is a very uh, simple and straightforward plot, definitely. Uh, I mean, they usually do that when it's younger kids because they don't want them to get too confused. So it's like very straightforward and to the point and not beating around the bush. So what can you expect? Did the plot keep your interest even though it was a little bit too straightforward? It did keep my interest, and the entire time I was like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? What's going <laughs> to happen next? <laughs> so you were really interested. Yeah. This is an animation, obviously. How did you like it? You know, it. I see something about Tom and Jerry films, so I don't know if it's just the people that do it, but every Tom and Jerry film, it's completely the same animation style. And this one, of course, is the same as well. It's bright colorful and cute and just a lot of fun to look at when they when they do that i i see what you mean like for toy story it was the same but there were like different ways of doing animation and then for um tom and jerry as you said before it's always the same so i think once you make a movie and you and you um make a sequel or you make one after that i think they want to keep staying in the same same animation thing but that's just me i don't know <laughs> even though this is an animation is there any messages you know i i think there's a message that no matter how small you are no matter how big you are you should not treat on any other people because you know everybody is a human being and you shouldn't treat them different just because they're they're a bit smaller or they're a bit taller and everybody should be nice to others i'm so strict on that because I saw these two people that were, like, not necessarily bugging, but, like, um, talking behind their back. And, like, I could see it playing out. And it, like, I had to go really fast, so I didn't really have a time to say anything. But it, like, it hurts you to see that that goes on in places that, like, you go every day. So I think people should, people should accept the fact that everyone is human and everyone everyone is a person so they need to treat them that way so this is a very good message how is the soundtrack to music in this film because again music i love it you know there isn't really much of a soundtrack you know jack in one scene which is my favorite scene he does start singing to the animals make them feel better because tom and jerry they just realize that um well the park is closing down and they're not going to have any home whatsoever so Tom yeah. is in this box with a cute little sad eyes holding up a sign that says, need home. And Jerry's just ab Aww. about to cry. So Jack uh, sings them a song to make them feel better. It's a very catchy and fun song. That's so sad. See, I could see a cat doing that, like looking at me with those eyes. I know my dog has done it. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing Emily Allen Lind from the film Dear Dumb Diary, reviewing the films Dear Dumb Diary, The Grandmaster, and Tom and Jerry's Giant Adventure Movie. 
So right now, let's continue speaking with Jerry. And we were just speaking about the music and how there wasn't much music, but the music that it had was very, very, very good. And we were just talking about his favorite scene and how Tom was looking at people with a need home or homeless sign. And he looked very cute and Jerry was about to cry. So that was what we were talking about (laughs) so that you can get to speed. (laughs) What is your favorite character? I mean, not what. Who is your favorite character? No, I would have to say... um... I know this will sound strange, but Jerry has to be my favorite character because he's a very interesting character. He, um, since he's the smallest, he can fit through things and he's like useful and stuff. And I can really relate to him. And he also has my name, so. Yes, he also has the same name. That's just, not just there. <laughs> How many stars do you give this film out of five? No, I'd have to give it five out of five stars because even though it had a pretty simple plot, this is meant for younger kids and it would be fantastic for younger kids. So besides that, did you really, really like this film? Yes, everybody did fantastic. The crew, the cast, the director, everybody. I absolutely love Tom and Jerry. It just, it like reminds me of how there are natural enemies, but like in some points of those times you can once in a while like be nice to them and have their back so I just love Tom and Jerry especially Jerry because he's a little small mouse were you able to look okay when you saw this film did you want more or was it or was it just good enough you know at the end of the movie I felt like this is a very good movie but no a sequel would not fit it whatsoever and I felt like you know, this movie should be just good alone and not make a sequel to it because the story's more or less finished and making a sequel will just stretch it too much. Yeah, sometimes people make sequels and it's so unneeded. And that's why when you see original movies and then you see sequels, the sequel is not that good as the like the original, well, not the original, but as the first one because the first one had like the basic plot and it was it was really it was really out there and then the second one's kind of just prolonging it so i totally get where you're going what genre type is this film other than animation uh you know i'd have to say adventure and fantasy is definitely one of the main things strategy Mm -hmm. and um even a tiny bit of action as well not like real like uh, martial arts action or any of that, <laughs> but like fantasy like action. Like as in like pushing not pushing, but like pushing and, and falling to the ground and laughing. Yeah, I and kinda of like magical spells and all of that. Oh <laughs> okay. So what age range do you give this film? No, I'd have to give it three to eighteen because you know there's really nothing you should worry about. It's a very fun and f- done and animated and bright film and just enjoy it and you really don't have to worry about whatsoever anything it's a normal tom and jerry film <laughs> well you really seem like you really really like this film but is there one thing that appeals to you most you know i would have to say just the concept of tom and jerry not fighting as much really appealed to me kind of and it's strange because i expected when i yeah, found out that yeah, I'd like them to fight because it's original, but them concentrating more on the plot of the movie instead of the plot of Tom and Jerry, I actually enjoyed more. So I enjoyed yeah. that, that they made that change. Because also, most... 
because all Tom and Jerry movies, they fight nonstop, but this one, they're together almost all of it. Yeah, because most of the time, like you said before, all they do is fight, and, I mean, sometimes they will, they will, they will come together and stand up for each other, but most of the time they fight, so I bet this is a good film that they, they lay off the fighting. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Tom and Jerry's giant adventure movie. Thank you so much for letting me talk about this fantastic film. (laughs) It's available on DVD, so please check it out. Thank you so much for joining with us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.com kidsfirst.org. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 